you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello and welcome to Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Tomas Garza, and I want to welcome all of you to a brand new series here on the show. Joining us from Ontario, Canada is our very special guest, Arlene Wallace. Arlene has been on the show here before, a few weeks ago, and this is going to be a six-part series that we're very much looking forward to, Intentional Parenting by Arlene Wallace. So Arlene Wallace was born in Jamaica and now resides in Ontario, Canada. She's the proud mother of Noah, age 23, an educator and a passionate advocate for all single parents and her children. Arlene, welcome. Thank you very much, Tomas. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate that. It's a pleasure to have you on. And joining us, Arlene, is our very special co-host, Lisa Berry, my very good friend and business partner. Lisa is the host of Light on Living, the internet radio show on Ohm Times Radio, a holistic nutritionist and a council and founding faculty member of the International Academy of Universal Self-Mastery, I Awesome. Lisa will be co-hosting all of these shows with me. And Lisa, welcome. Woohoo! I'm so happy to be here. I love the message that Arlene has, and I always love joining you and co-hosting with you, Tomas. <laughs> this is fun. It's going to be a pleasure. And we're really looking forward to this. And um, yeah, the six-part series on intentional parenting. So where shall we start off? Well, I'm thinking because... I believe, and I know that um, Arlene, you're here to take us on a journey over the six, the six episodes. And I have had the pleasure of, of learning from you. I do not have children myself, but I do believe that your message is helpful to everyone, whether they are parent or not. I know that you know you as a single parent have a strong message and it all started and it starts and we're going to start, I think, with the self-awareness piece. And after hearing something very special from you, I'd love for you to share what um, you have a, a statement that you make, a line that you make about passion and purpose. Could you share that with us and, and then tell us why that's so important to you? Well, I believe that passion is purpose because we're all here on the journey and we all are unique individuals with our own gifts and talents. And I believe that whatever your passion is, that is your purpose. If you don't have or fulfill or even attempt to fulfill your purpose, you will never be content. Because all of us here that have life and health and strength, truly it is a gift. And we need to share that gift with others. That's why we're here. Um, that's pretty much it. I love that. Cause you had shared, yeah, you said, you know, passion is purpose and, uh, purpose 
Is it always wins or never fails? It yeah, means the same thing, but I remember. <laughs> passion always wins. Once you're walking in your purpose, you have that passion. And that passion, you commit to that passion and it always wins. It never lets you down. Mm. And I, I would love, um, Tomas, you know what? Arlene has a lovely poem. Oh, I love that, it. Okay. Um, I've only heard once, but it stuck with me. And I thought, wow, that's really powerful. And I think that it really supports and holds space for self-awareness. Would you like to read that for us, Arlene? Sure. <laughs> Lisa, thank you. <laughs> okay. So it goes like this. I've been through the fire. However, I didn't get burnt because there is one greater than I. I've been through the storm but I didn't get swept away because there is one greater than I. I felt unbearable pain, which I would not wish on my worst enemy. I've shed tears like a river, but there is one greater than I. How did I sincere, how do I sincerely express that life is a gift. And what do we do with gifts? We value or cherish them. We treasure them, we love them so much, we stop to admire them and protect them. I want you to know each breath is a gift, even though you cannot see it. Love is a gift, health and strength is a gift. Learn to value and protect them. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for sharing that. How long ago did you write that poem, Marlon? Actually, believe it or not, the date says December 25th, 2019. All right. Ooh. <laughs> wow, all Christmas Day. Yeah. Well, what I when you, when you read that, um, we got into a deep conversation and I'm so glad that you can share that with people today is you helped me to really realize you reminded me of something that um, self-awareness really takes us on a journey to you, uh, you. And I said, how do we, you, if we value ourselves, if we are a gift, if we're that treasure, mm -hmm. then we'll protect it. But we won't do any of it unless we have self-awareness. Absolutely. And that's what you, I, I love that you said that about, because do you, do you value, do you, do you value yourself now and you didn't before? Oh my goodness. Oh yes. I so recognize the importance of self-worth and self-value. Yes. Yes. And, and for the listener, a, a bit of context here. If you haven't heard our previous show, Intentional Parenting, from a few weeks back here on Decide to Transform, I would invite you to do that, where Arlene shares some of her personal story as a passionate single parent. So a bit of context there. That's right. Yes. Yeah, well, the, the So when I'm thinking about that self-awareness piece and people think, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm self-aware and I'm this now, but how, how could we, what does it look like if we're not self-aware? There was a few points I remember that you said, you know, you might be um, agitated or angry and, and how, yeah, can you tell us how, how would one know that they're not self-aware? Well, if you do not have self-awareness, 
um, just going back to that word agitation, there is not a sense of peace within yourself. There isn't a sense of contentment. In your mind, you're constantly feeling uneasy day after day. Hmm. And that, um, that was really cool. I like that, Tomas, because I can, I like the agitated and you know, there's no peace. You're like, ah, <laughs> and yeah. searching and everything. And with self-aware, there's, um, what is it like for you, Tomas? Like when you're like, do you think you're self-aware? Sometimes. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's the quick answer. I, I think that I speak for almost all of us is we'd love to believe that we're constantly self-aware, but we're all too painfully aware that we're not from time mm. to time yeah it's something that i think that uh, we all have to strive for you guys totally just made me think of something funny i'm gonna ask arlene this um if right now anybody listening arlene and acting as a parent you're with your child you're doing your thing and you're just not self-aware and then somebody were to tell you that they were just videotaping them um, I wonder what people go, oh my gosh, do they start thinking back in their mind? Like, um, what did I just do? What did I just say? How did I treat my child? Mm -hmm. And so self-awareness isn't like, okay, you're on video by yourself, a hundred, you know, surveillance all the time, but it's coming from a more loving place. So how, how can we start becoming more self-aware in the way that you're suggesting to, to be a better parent, to be a better person for ourselves? So it doesn't feel like we're, um, putting ourselves on the stand to like judge what we're doing well how you would begin i believe because this is my experience and it's worked for me self-control is very important you've got to have self-control you cannot if you're the type to act out in emotion because you're angry or you're frustrated well then, therefore, you do not have self-control. So you've got to make sure that you stop and that you're not reacting out of emotion. That's the first step, I believe. Like that. Right. Cool. And Arlene, do you have um, any practices or things that you do, yeah, specifically that you'd like to share to help you with that self-control element? Well, definitely. I've learned to actually take responsibility for my actions. Uh -huh. I've learned that I have to choose carefully the words that I speak and how I speak them. Because words are powerful. Right. They are life or they are death. Mm -hmm. And it's like when you walk into a dark room and the light goes out, the light goes out. But if you have a candle and you burn that flicker, that candle, that light gets bigger and bigger and transcends the whole room, lights up the room. Right. Yeah. That's beautiful. I liked about the um, taking responsibility. That is part of um, self-awareness because we have to take responsible responsibility for ourselves as wow, yeah. stepping in as a mom, like you said. Um, and because I was going to go into that wants and needs, like figuring out what you as a parent, right? And 
you can't figure that unless you know what you want as, as a human being yourself, an individual. Mm -hmm. Did you ever have any big conflicts that was like, I really want this, but my child needs this or the flip side, my child really wants this and I need this. Oh, you know, first of all, the first steps to transforming and becoming more self-aware and more conscious of not just your own needs, but the needs of, of others around you, the people that you love, especially your children. Because let's remember that the love that you have for your child or your children should be unconditional because they're a part of you. So first of all, you've got to realize who you are as an individual and work towards, you know, everybody has vices or everybody has the good and the negative. But take time to evaluate who you are and then work towards being a better individual, not for yourself, but for your child. Work towards being the best parent that you can because you will reap the benefits later on unconditionally. Yes. Yeah. And Arlene, there's so many parents out there that, uh, you know, I've, I've worked with many um, at different stages in, in my career. I'm a parent myself and um, I have two children, uh, the, you know, for all of the other parents out there, uh, why is it so important in your experience to focus on this self-care? Because there are so many people that give and give and give yet neglect that component. Mm -hmm. Why is that such a, a critical piece? Mm -hmm. Self-care, Thomas, is the most valuable thing that you could do for yourself. Right. Because you have to understand that nobody knows you like you. Mm -hmm. Nobody will ever understand you like you. So you know, if you take the time to have that self-worth, it's like an expensive piece of jewelry, as an example. Sure. You know, that jewelry is a legacy mm -hmm. because of the value it has. Right. So with that being said, it is so important to take care and recognize once again, your value, your self-worth, so you can contribute back to the people that you love mm -hmm. sincerely and holistically. Right, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, and, and why do you suppose then that it's so common for parents to neglect that component? I feel that it's really sometimes not the fault of the parents, right. but I believe it's just the culture that we live mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very fast paced, mm 
<laughs> easy to get caught up in. Yeah. And yes. unfortunately, some of us want to be like the Joneses. Others just have to work to keep shelter and food in, the, in our mouths. And it's really expensive to live in certain cultures. So we have to do what we have to do to get, get by. Mm -hmm. See where you're going with that one, thinking like, what does a single parent do or any parents do if they're, they have to be away working to do, to have, to provide? And how can they, you know, be aware of their themselves and their child? Like neglect, as you brought up, Tomas, is like, um, sometimes we may neglect rest. Yeah. Neglect proper yeah. nutrition mm -hmm. because... Ooh we're just like you said fast-paced or busy or being taken away but really the most important thing is to say what i'm you, me, you each of us i'm valuable and find those ways to highlight that value even as you're driving to work as opposed to maybe grumbling like i, I yes. i'm upset about being away from my child and my family but say just have that positive words go through and say i've you, you communicate with your child and let them know so they know why you're away or like, how would you? You have to. Communication, Lisa, is the key, you know? And another thing, I'll just um, share with you an experience that I had just the other day because I am so blessed to have the people that I have, the friends I have, the family that I have. It's such a strong, loving support system. Oh. So you're absolutely right. If you need help, you have to express that. You have to communicate that. So my experience is, I have a friend who's a chef and he said something and the analogy and the example that he used is so powerful. So he came over, he got me, he and his wife were in agreement with them doing this, he took me grocery shopping. Yeah. So knowing me, well, I'm sorry, they know me. So I have expensive taste in like clothing, for example. So I noticed a lot of people do this. Their outer experience, I mean, sorry, their outer goods, their clothing, will be pretty much um, expensive. But yet, when it comes to the food in the grocery stores, because we all know that healthy foods is expensive, so you've got to compromise. So when we left the store, the bill was quite high. He goes, Arlene, this is what I want you to focus on. You have enough of what you have enough of clothes-wise. So he says to me, I want you to balance, take that money that you would normally spend on your material things and put it into healthy foods. I love them. I said, <laughs> wow, you're so right. Uh, are you going to commit to this? Definitely. After he came and he showed me how to prepare, healthy meals mm -hmm. oh my it was phenomenal i loved it i said yeah i can live like this mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And you feel so much lighter because the food is cleaner and healthier. And you know what? I love this part of bringing it back to the value and protecting. Yeah. um, Is he helped you to become more self-aware about what you were putting to your body. And now you go, wow, that's me in there. I love me. I value me. I'm going to protect me. And I'm going to value it by rewarding it with treasures of healthy foods and protecting it with nutrients so that Mm -hmm. I can be a good person and a great mom. I love that turnaround. What a perfect story for that. (laughs) Demonstrates perfectly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Arlene, I'm glad you mentioned that because well, as, as the listeners know, Lisa is a holistic nutritionist. So it's, yes. it's just perfect. I love that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, and, you know, Lisa, you were just talking about self-awareness, value and protection. Arlene, this is something that you've spent some time writing about. Yeah, I think for our listeners, how are self-awareness, value and protection interrelated? What does this look like? Well, it looks like this, Thomas. Once you value your yourself and understand your worth, you will put into practices. First of all, your mind becomes much clearer. You will have clarity. You will have a greater opportunity because remember, opportunity Purpose meets opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. When you are prepared in your mind, you have clarity of mind, you are better able to make better decisions. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then when you have that clarity of mind and you're able to make better decisions, then how does the protection element come in because we're talking self-awareness value and protect so what is someone then protecting because now you will have greater wisdom and you will be able to better like i said um elevate your mind and better able to make clear decisions on what's best for you and your family and it will get you to the next level. I like the protection piece that you're saying about mm-hmm. um, making decisions, better decisions, because sometimes we can make decisions that do not protect us and that will put us on a lower level, like in danger, in danger. Yes. That could be health danger. That could be um, family danger, uh, financial danger. So I, I love that um, you mentioned that about making better decisions and having better opportunity, more opportunities to Mm -hmm. choose from. And Mm -hmm. that needs to have a decision. And when we value which decisions we're making and say, wait, I can't just make a decision willy nilly here. I need to have self-awareness. I need to make proper decisions, holding value as my leader so that I can protect and then step into Mm -hmm. this. Yes. Like what you said, higher self, this better place. Absolutely. And then you will attract the right individuals in your life that will actually, you will lose those that do not have value to you once you become elevated. Secondly, you will gain those in your inner circle that will help you to elevate. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
that. I love that. Okay. This is a beautiful piece. I love that you just said you will lose the, the ones that you'll lose them. Like say you're, you're running and you, you lose them, right? Kind of because you're going so fast, but that's okay because if they're not keeping up quote unquote to the value, if you, mm -hmm. you'll let, the, let those not fall, but fall away. Fall away. Do yeah. not hold your value because they might need to work on their own value too. And they're just not recognizing it. So I like that you said that because those will, you know, and then, and then those you'll attract, you'll gain yeah. this new people that are like, yes, let's go. And, and absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I always use the analogy for me that I want to fly like an eagle. I love eagles for that reason. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, I love that. Yeah, that, that's that's a beautiful point that you make, Arlene, about community, and we discover mm -hmm. new new communities as we go along. And I love that you mentioned people that help you out and yeah. that help you maintain a high vibration, and in fact, that's even right. may challenge you to to step it up from there. Even, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I find it so interesting. We're talking. Um, it's intentional parenting. Mm -hmm. And I love that you place so much focus on coming back to the self first, because in order to have this um, family, community, your circle, it does start with you and it starts with yourself. I would love to ask you my question, Arlene, is family vision. What is your, what is it, what it, share what, with us what your vision was before you had self-awareness, if you can remember, okay. what did your vision of a, your, your family vision look like before self-awareness and now with self-awareness, what does it look like and what are those differences? Well, okay. That's actually easy for me. Um, because before having the self-awareness, before actually learning to value Arlene, I was very in and out. Hello. I was constantly busy. Um, I just didn't pay attention much to family, okay. you know? I didn't really appreciate family because even when I had my son and he was younger and we had family get togethers, for example, my family, would t I would always leave and go and party with my friends. Oh, okay. Uh huh. So then, but now, life has so changed. I love and value my family. I love when we get together, like we have family get-togethers. There is just such a sense of peace and contentment, which adds to my self-worth, to my value, self-value. All right. Can I highlight, this is just so fun that you just said those words, because <laughs> we're talking about value and, and you, what you didn't have before. You said, I didn't pay attention, which is like mm -hmm. a, a value money thing, and that you didn't appreciate, which again, as stocks appreciate and stuff. So I thought it was really fun that you used those words really around worth and worthiness and value. You didn't have that. So therefore, mm -hmm. your family vision was... You didn't really have one. You didn't pay attention. No, I didn't have one. I and took now, it for granted. Mm -hmm. Right. That's so cool. I love how those words came up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so would you describe then your family vision now? Um, has, that, has that kind of coalesced into something that, that you are able to articulate and share with us? 
Sure. Now, because my family has actually been there for me through Mm -hmm. my life-threatening experience, it showed how much they treasure me, how much they actually value me, which is something I never thought about before this episode had occurred. Mm -hmm. So now, as for me, all I want to do is give back. All I want to do is give back to them, make sure that I leave a legacy for them, in -hmm. particular, my son, you know, and not just for my family. I also want to leave a legacy for community, but family Mm -hmm. first. Okay. Because charity begins at home. Right. Yes. And, and Arlene, for those that are tuning in maybe for the first time to our shows, you just mentioned a life-threatening illness situation. Um, if you don't mind, just to walk us through a little bit what that was, how that came about um, for somebody that's tuning in for the first time here. How that came about is um, there was a life-threatening disease, yes. Mm-hmm. or episode because my kidneys had failed oh, gotcha. and that okay. was actually the reason I'm stressing self-value self-worth taking care of you mm-hmm. understanding you and valuing you is because if you do not you will end up losing the gift of health yes Right. So this is why I stress this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And this is something uh, for the listeners that uh, Arlene, that this happened to you. And this was how many years ago? Remind us again. About three years ago. About three years ago. Because okay. I was, yes, always been passionate about community. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know, kids that have difficulty. Mm-hmm. But however, I didn't know how to balance Because like you said, to reiterate, I was an educator and I worked in the Catholic school board and I became highly stressed because I realized that no man is an island and what I wanted to do and I expressed to the hierarchies what I wanted to do with no support. I didn't receive any support. So that stressed me. I did not value myself enough to reach out for help when I needed the help. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The words that um, came up earlier was about, uh, it's a, you said about an exchange and giving back. And I love that you're highlighting, and I feel like it's, the two-way street is so important that we, we envision all the time because you as a parent, you as a community uh, educator, you in a community, if we don't give an opportunity for someone else to give to us, like you said, you know, in the, during your, this illness, mm-hmm. your family showed up and you went, wow, you treasure me. Mm-hmm. You, you actually, your illness actually allowed an opportunity for them to show you how much they valued you. And then mm-hmm. you said, wow, you val- well, I, I love you too. Cause you, they already knew it. And then this exchange becomes, and that doesn't happen. It doesn't just stay, stay stuck in a family. It happens in a community, in your schools, anything. And as long as we keep that exchange going. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Has to, yes. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, Arlene, I love that you shared about a family vision. And another thing that, uh, that you've written that we want to highlight here is connect to your self-awareness in order to connect to your child. Would you like to say some more for the listeners about that component? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I'll give the analogy. It's you cannot connect to a stranger unless you know that person, right? So my theory is that if you do not have self-awareness, if you don't know who you are, how do you expect anybody else to understand you or to know you or to even value you? Mm -hmm. So going yeah. back, communication really involves self-awareness. You've got to express, you've got to use your words mm -hmm. inside and out. Now we'll just let the listeners know that the next episode there, we're going to be touching on, well, more than touching on, we're going to be talking about communication. So mm -hmm. I don't want to tune into that one because you're going to really dive deep. I'm already excited about that one. But to further that, to connect with self, um, to connect with your child, I, thank you for using the analogy of a stranger. Because at first I was, I was in my mind thinking, Oh, but we do value and love them. But you're right. We're looking for something at first that we we see in ourselves, we see in them so that we can have a connection. And we, we need to know ourselves. And then as we get to know someone else, there's just more and more that shows up if they if they allow that so that connecting with yourself to connect with your children i mean that's your your mentoring this and your your being a leader in that to show that that was mm -hmm. that was good i love that and also uh, if you don't know who you are how can you expect others to understand you yeah i wanted to repeat that that's that's <laughs> that's, that's that's very well very well said Yes. Um, so Arlene, before we wrap up here on this first of six shows here on intentional parenting, what else would you like to say here to the listeners about self-awareness, about understanding yourself? Any other thoughts, maybe suggestions for people? Mm -hmm. Well, having self-awareness is having self-love. Mm -hmm. Right And love just accomplishes so much. Love goes so deep. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going back to that example of the candle. You know, you walk into a dark room and you, you know, light that flicker. The whole room lights up and things change. You're at peace. There's a sense of peace. You know, you have that aroma. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I, now I want to light a candle, but <laughs> just, well, I was thinking how one could start if, if one, if the listener right now is thinking, gosh, I don't know if I love myself or I know myself enough and I don't know where to start right now. They're only thinking of things they hate about themselves. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to actually make a suggestion. You know what? Mm -hmm. Light a candle and, and, connect with the, the, with the flame, like what you were talking about and find out what you love about that flame, that it offers light, that it offers a little bit of heat, a little bit of warmth that you could, yes. feel, you could, maybe, maybe we're so afraid to have somebody hug us because we don't like touch because we're uncomfortable, but maybe mm -hmm. we could just enjoy the warmth of a flame and, and start with self-awareness on the most 
basics and self-love. I love that you said love, like find out what you love about this flame and then say, mm -hmm. I have heat from me. I have love inside me and start noticing mm -hmm. where you see love. Notice where you feel a connection with things. Mm -hmm. And Lisa, in order for you to feel love, you've got to be able to give love. You've got to even just give somebody a small compliment. Maybe that will make their day. Figure out what is your positive habits and what is not. And I'm sure the positivity you take long enough will outweigh the negative. That's the love list. Let's call that Arlene's yeah. love list. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. We're going to continue building that list of positives. Tiny, tiny ones are big ones. Yes. And, and like you said, if you have given a compliment to someone else, that's a positive. You saw that light and you lifted them up and you brought them mm -hmm. a little bit of joy into their day. Arlene's exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and you know, Arlene, you mentioned something else that, uh, that I think is really important is you just don't know, you know, you just don't know by paying someone a simple compliment that could change the entire trajectory of their day or possibly mm -hmm. even their, their whole life. And, and you never know. Exactly. Yeah, that's wonderful. Right. Self-love is definitely, once you start to acknowledge it, is a paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yes. Yes, it is. I mean, it very much is. Self-love is mm -hmm. absolutely a paradigm shift. So Arlene, for all of our listeners at the conclusion of each of these episodes, I'd like to have you let people know how they can get hold of you if they have questions or would like more information, support on intentional parenting. How would you like people to reach out to you? Well, my contact number, Thomas, is 416-738-6003. Okay. And that's in Canada. So, so that's yes. in Canada. Okay. So yes, for international listeners, that's plus one, 416-738-6003. To contact Arlene for questions about intentional parenting, questions, support. Yes, Arlene, thank you very much. Now, this has been a wonderful conversation. And Lisa and I are looking forward to having several more here in the series with you. Arlene, thank you so much for being our guest here today. Thank you so much, Thomas, Lisa, for inviting me. Appreciate it. Until episode two. <laughs> All right. This, this has Bye. been Arlene Wallace on Decide to Transform, and we'll see you back here again. Everybody have a great day. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs>